and a warm welcome to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. We're your hosts. My name is Chloe. And I'm Joe, And we're a mother and daughter duo. This show is for all of those that are interested in Feng Shui, including those with no previous experience, but would like to learn how you can improve your life and your successes even more than you're doing already. That's right. This is the show for you because we're going to be breaking down the secrets of feng shui, making the principles much more accessible. This is so you can make your good luck better and make your bad luck smaller. And we're going to discuss how to do that with all the other interesting facts and features of feng shui and everything in between. I hope you enjoy listening. Hello. How are you? Good morning, my beautiful darling. How are you, my special? How am I? You know what? I'm okay. I've just gone over COVID and Yay, it's been... negative. You're negative yeah. for COVID. <clears throat> oh my god. Now? Yeah, only like yesterday. It was my ninth day. Oh my god. That was just so long it was so <laughs> I was at the end of it I was just like what can I do like I just I was just what repeating. was the worst part um so what the headache at the start was just insanely bad it was so, so bad I just like had a headache for four days straight and then then it was like wavering in and out for a couple of days and then it like finally went and then the sore throat that came with that, it just felt like I had like razor blades in my throat and even like touching my throat, it felt really tender. And I was just like, whoa, this, my whole head just hurts. <laughs> but you're fine now. You haven't got any symptoms now. No, I think there's just like, there's, I think there's things that will just slowly wear off. Like my taste is, my taste is coming back now. Thank God. Um, I do get shortness of breath when I talk. So if, excuse me if I go like... <gasps> In the middle of my sentences. <laughs> um, and what was another one? Oh, yeah, just like general like fatigue, you know. That's, yeah. It's a bit tired. Maybe we could talk about, um, I know today we're talking about the rooster, but maybe we could talk about um, little tricks to boost your energy. And um, we haven't actually measured the the direction your boat's facing, it, or have we? I can't um, remember. We did it through Google Maps, but we haven't actually done it whilst I'm in the boat. I'll tell you what, on Saturday, because we've got the workshop on Saturday, let's look at, um, let's do some experimentation on, on the boat. Even though living on a boat has a slightly uh, different feng shui. Mom, uh, stop oh, moving. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what I was thinking of was, um, even though boats are different to houses in terms of how they tap into the earth's energy there's no harm in trying to boost your health using energy work and um and because it's a full yin year the energy um is is sort of amplified is is so if we specifically target health and well-being perhaps we can use that as, as an example on the workshop on saturday yeah I'm up you for could it. be my guinea pig Fantastic. I feel like I have been all my life. <laughs> what can I do with her today? <laughs> Not going to push her buttons. Well, you know my buttons. <laughs> you know my buttons. You created my buttons. <laughs> I created you. I know. 
not solely on my own. I'll be I'll be honest. <laughs> no. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, the workshop. So we had a workshop the day that I caught no, the day that I started having symptoms of COVID was the same day that we did our workshop. So we didn't find out till after the workshop. And mum didn't catch COVID from me. So no, all is well. I'm super mum. Yeah, I don't know how you managed to dodge that bullet. I've not had COVID since um, it began, so I think... Um, Did you have it before it began? <laughs> do you know what? Do you remember when I was really poorly on my birthday and um, we had tickets to see yeah. Um, Chic? Yeah. And da, I couldn't da, da, go. Da, 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 I was, like, really da, ill da, da, for one da, da, da. day. Chic. Yeah. Wasn't was that birthday. the year before? Yeah. Wasn't that the year before COVID? No, it was, like, five years before. <laughs> oh, then I've not had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Are you are you telling us that you actually created COVID? No, I thought I thought I was I may have contracted it in the beginning. Are you sure? Maybe not five years before it began. <laughs> then it's the not flu. COVID. I had the flu in uh, February. No, yeah, early February, twenty twenty. And if that doesn't sound suspicious, I don't know what does. Well, best it was thing before COVID happened though. Best things keep healthy. Really? <laughs> there's your there's your advice, ladies and gentlemen. But tune into the workshop because we will be looking at feng shui and protection from illness or healing quickly from illness. Let's yeah. look at feng shui and, and its role in health. Absolutely. And, and rejuvenation. And the workshop went really well last Saturday, might I add. Yeah, despite you having the lurgy. We had some lovely people as well, didn't we? Yeah, really lovely. Um, it was just so lovely to have people come and listen. We In had fact, our- I'd like to personally say thank you to Regina for her prayers. They, I feel that they really <laughs> helped. Krista, for all of her support and, and, of course, her friends and family, their support. In fact, um, they, they, all of the people that attended were super lovely. So I'm very grateful. Thank you for making it such a special day. Yeah, and they had really good questions as well. Someone brought up that an oil diffuser, is that fire or water? I'd say fire. What about you? I'd say fire. Well, Um, there's water. The oil diffuser, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it depends what kind, because if it's just using oil, that would come under the fire element. But if it's um, one of those, um, uh, what are they called? Where they um, atom- atomize, is it? Oh, um, I, you put water in the, the sort of one. reservoir and a then reservoir. it vibrates. Haven't you got one? A Didn't I buy you one? Yeah, that one right behind me, that black blob. Yeah, so you put water in it and then just a couple of drops of oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it then that's got, <laughs> then And it releases a vapour yeah. <laughs> of water. A um, vapour. Uh, why are you steam. repeating me? No, it's not steam. It's water vapour. It's not um, steam. <laughs> no, steam is, is yeah, it's water vapour, but steam is different because that's from a heat source. This is from a vibration. This is a oh. it's a different thing. It's atomised. So I would say that's more water <laughs> with some fire. Yeah. I'm not sure if you have recovered from COVID. I think your brain's gone a bit mushy. You're laughing at everything that's, like, really not <laughs> funny. 
What happened to the word funny? Did you have a blip? It got stuck in my word, in my mouth. <laughs> I went funny, but it didn't come out. Well, this is like probably the first conversation I've had with somebody in like 10 days. Yes, you mentioned you felt socially awkward. Why are you feeling socially awkward? I, I feel a bit dizzy from laughing so much. I feel like I've cut off the oxygen to my brain a bit. <laughs> Okay, but we better be very yeah, serious. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you so, mentioned my nail before we recorded. Do you like that? Oh, uh, okay. You're changing the subject because you're going out tonight. No. Oh, look at those beautiful nails. Do you know what? I painted my toenails for the first time in like a hundred years. <laughs> I was just doing it. I was just like, who do I think I am? <laughs> Why? What's wrong with having pretty toenails? Well, yeah, the thing is I want, I've wanted to do it for a while and I finally have done it, but... You do know, you want to show me? It just, should I show you? Yeah, that's a, I can see. I can see one toe. Oh, look at your pretty toenails! That's beautiful. You could Thanks, even wear Mom. sandals. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I am wearing sandals, and I look at my toes, and I'm just like, oh. what with unpainted toes? Yeah, I'm like, you could do so much better. <laughs> <laughs> so, my sweet, beautiful darling, what are we doing today? Well, I believe that we are here in this present moment of life and space and place and mind to talk about the rooster. The rooster! Don't you just love a rooster? Yeah, you are one. (laughs) That was going to be my big reveal. (laughs) That's more like a peacock, not a rooster. Actually, roosters roosters can reveal. What, What sound do they make? Cock-a-cock-a-doodle-doo. Great. Okay, great. <laughs> we had rooster. Do you remember the rooster when we first um, yes, lived in Surrey? Yes, so annoying. Oh, my God. Every oh, morning but... in the far distance, which wasn't that far. It was the back garden. <laughs> I've still got the hens, but I don't know where they are. There's a couple of doors down, but somebody's keeping hens. But thankfully, they've um, not invested in a rooster, a cock-a-doodle. Yeah, they're loud. But um, I quite like roosters. I like hens as well. Would you say What's that the... roosters... So, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Sorry, what? What, um, what bird? What's what? the most... Um, how can I say this? How can I phrase this? Um, Penguin. <laughs> no. Ostrich. What's, what's the biggest bird... What population of bird is the biggest in the world? Do you actually know the answer to this? Yeah. Okay. Um, you don't. Biggest, no, I don't. Biggest population. <laughs> There's a long oh, silence. Oh, pigeons. No. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Magpie? What? Magpie. Magpies? Yeah. No, but what do we do when we see a magpie? Um, Mum does a series of things. <laughs> she used to yell at them, saying... Um, I'm sorry, please forgive me. No, 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 no. You're mixing that up with the hoona. No, um, I used to say, um, good morning, Mr. Magpie. And no, um, star- I was, oh, I, and I would salute. I would oh, yeah, salute three salute. times and spit. Yeah, salute and spit Not, not real times. spit. I wouldn't use saliva. I would just mimic spit. Yeah. Because someone told me that's how you starve off the bad luck from the magpies. But then, from a singular magpie, but then you told me, a genius one, that your beautiful friend Tom passed on, 
And I must be honest, sometimes... Um, it's so annoying that you've learned this. <laughs> but I do yell it out. Yeah. But um, no, 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 we're going back to the biggest bird population on the planet. Well, you, can't, you can't leave the listeners hanging. What do you do when you see a magpie? What is, what's Tom taught you to do? To yell? Tell, <laughs> tell them what I had for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> you tell the magpie what you've had for breakfast and that is that eliminates any bad luck from seeing one magpie. Exactly. And thank you, Tom, for sharing that pearl of wisdom. I hate you, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) I thought telling you this would make you stop saluting (laughs) and spitting because I thought, oh, you I wasn't really spitting. I was pretending to spit. Yeah. But I thought I thought this would make you stop doing that. But now you kind of do that as well as shout random breakfast (laughs) items. And it really, it really catches you. Like it makes me jump because we'll just be walking or driving somewhere, and then she'll just yell, "Black coffee!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, "Whoa, what?" And then I'm like, "Oh my god, it was a magpie." Unfortunately, there's a lot of singular magpies everywhere. Apparently, come on, I was coming to my fact. What's my oh, fact? I don't know what. What's the answer? Chickens. Chickens. Why didn't yeah, I see that coming? Why didn't I see that coming? <laughs> roosters. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Okay. Chickens. Chickens. Wow. We love a good chicken. So roosters. We're talking about roosters. We're going to get all serious about roosters today because as a Chinese animal sign, they are the best. Better than all the rest. <laughs> yeah, <are> they? <laughs> so they're really humble. <laughs> Noted. Um, okay, what can we? What can I tell you about people that have the <laughs> rooster? Like, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gone red. So, so funny. <laughs> such, a good, <laughs> such a good rooster. <laughs> well, you may have guessed they like to talk. Oh yeah, they they can have a slight tint of vanity. Oh, brilliant! Great, yeah. <laughs> They're often and often they look. Amazing. <laughs> I, so... that <laughs> I thought you were going to say beautiful, but amazing is even better. <laughs> because they're so well-groomed and so fashionable. <laughs> and everyone and, else sucks. <laughs> That's well, the end of the podcast you know, Roosters do, ha- do work hard not to tell them that. But uh, <laughs> no, Roosters, going back to roosters in all seriousness. The things that I said are true. So, uh, <laughs> roosters love. <laughs> roosters love to talk. Love to talk about themselves. things they find in themselves. <laughs> things that they find interesting themselves. <laughs> well, they just like to talk. They like to. In fact, um, they not only are they great communicators, but they are also great problem solvers. And um, on the downside, they can, because of their verbal skills, they may also like to gossip, or um, and that's where things go slightly icky, because they can be um, that can trip them up. So if you are a rooster, then um, best to avoid the gossiping because it can bite you on the on the bottom on the behind, and. Um, probably doesn't do you any favours in the long run, as I have discovered in my 
experience of being a rooster growing up. Mom's been bad. She's been talking. <laughs> roosters, roosters do love to solve problems, though, and they can be a real asset to um, the their friends, family, and colleagues and co-workers. Um, they are very good at. Let's just double check this. Oh, that's right. They're very honest. They're very intuitive <laughs> and inventive. They're very good at sort of finding shortcuts and um, streamlining, be- being very efficient. But they're also very protective and loving. And um, so long as they're sort of given their space to sort of um, strut and show off just like the rooster in the farmyard then they can be quite happy and um and self-sufficient so let's have a look at the five different flavors of rooster because some are going to be a little bit more easy to get easier to get on with than Er. some of the others Er. and um is that young theo i see yes it is and i think he's purring he loves a good rooster yeah no. Yeah. Oh, Theo! Theo loves the podcast. Good boy. We stop him. Stop when I talk. <laughs> He's listening. <laughs> He's like, no, I don't like the podcast. <laughs> So let's let's talk about the roosters. Let's start what, with me. What years? What years? What years are the roosters? <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> let's start with me. <laughs> so um nineteen sixty nine. So cute. So nineteen sixty nine was an awesome year. It was, was a year of the, <laughs> the Yin Earth Rooster. Rooster. So I got into the nineteen sixties by a week before they slammed the door and opened it into the seventies. Mm-hmm. So, that was the last um, week of December. Mm-hmm. So Earth Rooster was the year of nineteen sixty nine. So Earth as we know from the cycle of um, the constructive cycle of elements, supports the metal element. The rooster is uh, yin metal energy. So the the, um, the name of, of the rooster is Yu, Y-U. And in 1969, it was a very strong rooster. In fact, it was a very intuitive rooster because Earth is the unconventional resource that supports the rooster, making it very strong and sensitive and special and (laughs) (laughs) empathic, kind, (laughs) humble, Um, maybe not humble, but but definitely kind and honest, receptive, empathic, um, you know, all the good stuff was in that year. (laughs) Mum's just stroking her ego. So... Earth supports metal. So we can talk about that more in the workshops. And those that attended the workshops would know that. And we know that water is supported by the metal element. So that's where um, roosters can be also known for their intelligence and their wisdom because they um, tap into that energy quite easily. At least I think so. And... um, 12 years on from 1969, we get to the energy of the metal rooster. No, hang on. Yeah, that's true. The metal rooster, 1981. So 
can you think of any amazing um, vocalists, people that use their voice, that were born during a year where that energy was that absolutely amplified? Metal Rooster, 1981. How old so would double. They be now? Um, well, 12 years less than me, what, 40? So, is yeah. there only singers that are 40? Singers, totally cool. Yeah. So, singing. Are oh, you not asking and, like a specific person? Yeah, I am actually, but that was a big, <laughs> that, was, that was a clue for you getting closer. Uh, that was my reaction to you're getting there. Thanks. And <laughs> so, 1981 was a big a year for. Um, anybody using their voice and I can think of at least one superstar who has um, who? recently rediscovered her voice uh, Adele <laughs> no how old is Adele although she has got a good voice I wonder if she's got a bit rooster actually, actually maybe, we should, maybe we should do we oh, should celebs. do some celebs yeah Ooh, shouldn't we should we do that yeah, but I haven't got anyone up my sleeve. I just had one flash in my mind now because of... Is that of, not like an invasion talking... of privacy? Because it's, like, not war- warranted. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we what's should the, find out. What's the morals on this, ladies and gentlemen? Let us know what you'd like, and then we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So For going money. back to 1981, 1981, Yin Metal Rooster was the first person that pops into your head who's got an incredible voice the first one was wrong (laughs) so (laughs) well you might not be wrong i just don't have adele's birthday i think and i'm just doing year of so i've got a finny adele i don't know i can't even find my phone let me look up she's not that older than i am bye mom well the one i'm thinking of was born 1981 so if you can't read my mind i'm gonna have to tell you um, I'm going to Google Adele while you... Are they English or American? American. <laughs> what other nationalities are there? Sorry, there's loads more, but... Sorry. <laughs> American. Yeah. American. Um, and she's, like, 40. Now. What kind, of, what kind of music does she do? Popular. That's... Uh, um... She does. She's a pop artist. Oh, Adele was born in nineteen eighty-eight. So what it's not that, Adele. What does that make her? Um. Well, according to this, I don't know. Let me get, I have to use maths. <laughs> <laughs> Wisdom. Thirty-four. She's 34, but no, what, what what year does that make her? <laughs> All right, let me look it up. Hang on. <laughs> actually, actually, let me add her. Let's, let's, so what's her date of birth? Although Don't we're not know. talking. 5th of May, 5th Adele, 5th of May, 1988. She's a Taurus she and a snake. She's a snake? 5th of May? Yeah. Look, I've got a friend that's on the 5th of May. Cinco de Mayo. What? Isn't that so, a vegetable? No, it's the Day of the Dead, I think. Oh. <laughs> so, Cinco de Mayo, 5th of May, 1988. 5th of May, 1988. She has... She's a dragon. Oh, she's got a monkey and a snake. You're good. She's young metal. Oh, 
She's so much you can't yang metal over the monkey. Oh, so but she's I she's a dragon to cool. your dog. Ooh, spooky. I saw a really cool tattoo of a um dragon today. I print screened it, I'll show it to you. It's Actually, really it's cool. quite nice that we're talking about um Adele because she her current luck pillar is the ox. And her month birth is the snake. We know that the snake and the ox combine. And guess what they combine with? I'm going to take a wild guess and say a rooster. Totally true. Totally. And <laughs> <laughs> so triple harmony means metal. So for Adele, that's amazing for singing. And um, also fan base, increasing her fan base as if she needs any more. So September looks to be cool for Adele. But anyway, going back to 1981, before I forget. Um, Britney. Oh, right. Miss Britney Spears. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, she's not She's not Miss anymore, is she? She got married. Oh. Bless her heart. Right, so she's a rooster. Yeah, and um, so her voice and her freedom of speech is important. So that's right. why her rediscovering her voice is recently is such a major breakthrough for her because it must have been absolutely terrible to have that constricted in any way. Absolutely. So roosters like to speak for themselves and um, become very unhappy when that is, um, if, if they're prevented, yeah, if they're prevented from being true to themselves. Mm. I mean, that's true for every sign. Nobody likes to be suppressed or or put in a situation that's that they don't feel comfortable in. So, I mean, that's probably stating the bleeding obvious, but there we are. I've done it now. <laughs> so 12 years after that, yeah, 1993 was, was year Oh, that's of... when I've got, I've got loads of friends that born then. Yeah, that's a water rooster. So where we've got... Earth roosters having that little spiritual edge of unconventional resource, heightened intuition. Metal roosters, more on the voice and what they say or, or write, how they communicate. Also very, very good at tech, technology and connecting, socialising, networking, all very important um, connectivity. Roosters are good at that. Um, water roosters. So we know again from the cycle of elements that more, metal supports water. So the water energy is going to be slightly stronger for that year of birth where the metal is supporting the, the water. And water, that yin water is a gentle, humble, soft energy. So people born in 1993, and maybe you can um, can or speak about this because your friends are born that year. You've got lots of friends in that year. But they tend to be quite sweet and gentle, humble, kind, but still love a good chat, a good natter, good talking, um, and maybe some extra emphasis on knowledge and wisdom, intellect with that year. What say you, my sweet? Yeah, I would agree with that. I think the chatting thing is actually quite accurate once they get going. So do you feel like they need coaxing before they Um, they go? Yeah, I would. Okay. That could be that gentle yin gua, the the gentle sort of yin water, which is um, maybe that first, when they first meet somebody, maybe that that increases the um, shyness. 
I can hear that phone ringing, Mark. I know, I've just turned it right yeah, down to... We're telling you off. We're telling you off. <laughs> That's my work <laughs> phone. Podcast 101 rule, phones off. <laughs> Everyone, shun her. <laughs> That's the work phone. <laughs> work phone. <laughs> okay, so 12... <laughs> oh, let's not do that. No, so let's talk about the one after that. So the Woodrista is 12, is 12 years after 1993. So that'll be 2000 and (laughs) five. (laughs) I've just held up the calculator. (laughs) 2005, yeah. (laughs) We were both there as well. Yeah. That's when I started um, school, year seven. Which I was 11. I don't know what grade that is, but I was 11. Or 10. So your secondary school, senior school. Yeah, high school. High school. And in fact, you um, you were very shy and humble that year, weren't you? Humble pie, I was. Mm. <laughs> I was... I was, uh, <laughs> I was... But you made friends and you stuck with... And you, in fact, we shouldn't talk about that. That's for the next podcast, about the energy of the dog, about loyalty. Mm. Woof, woof. Yeah, but you did make friends with a little rooster who's still in your orbit now, isn't she? Asna. Asna, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love Asna. <laughs> so that was that actually not quite an easy one because that was a yin wood rooster. rooster. And we know that from the cycle of elements, the destructive cycle of elements, we know that wood is, um, the power of the wood energy is is reduced by the conflicting energy of metal, just like an axe can cut the tree. So that was uh, not an easy year, and there could have been sort of new experiences and challenges that could have been thrown up in that year, particularly when um, we get to the months where the energy of the rooster is a little bit heightened, such as September, but also May and January, because that's where they're... Rooster's friends fly in and give it a bit of support. <laughs> and then 12 years after that, we enter the last one, which is the fire rooster. And that was in 2017. So your mess isn't that bad. Sometimes. I've, I know a couple <laughs> hacks. And what, pe- what I call a hack is what is called simple knowledge in public. <laughs> What addition? Subtraction? No, no, not even. Just like a a couple addition equations in my head. <laughs> like I remember instantly that five plus seven is nine. Um, is it? <laughs> oh my god! It's not. <laughs> I meant to say seven. <laughs> I'm gonna quit. I'm so glad that this has got nothing. Why has this podcast got so much to do with math? Why? Why does this keep coming up? We had a math professor, a math like teacher come onto the show, not the show, the, what do you call it, the workshop last week. And I was just like, oh no. But they listened to the podcast, I'm assuming. They might not anymore. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> So I also can't do any sort of division. I can't do fractions. I learned fractions on the queue 
into doing the GCSE, um, I was like, okay, I just need to retain That's this. That's awful. I, I love maths. I did A-level maths. I didn't do well, but I did, I did stick <laughs> yeah. at the course. I see where I got my, uh, my <laughs> no, 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 sense no. of math from. <laughs> no, you're... Let me let me be clear. Your mass is stronger than your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no parrots or carrots on this podcast. <laughs> For anyone that hasn't heard this joke, no, 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 yeah. you really don't. It's a bad no. theme. It's a bad theme. What's origin sounds like a parrot. A carrot. No. <laughs> What's one of these? I can't believe. Yeah, I can't believe that I got that. Um, I'm mathing wrong. <laughs> Here's me saying, yeah, I know a couple things. No, you don't. <laughs> I promise you, I'm not dim. I'm just, I was just like, it's like dyslexia for math. I just, I really have never gelled with it. I think you should try and change that in internal dialogue and, and turn it into... Yeah, but it's funny. It's not when you're in the shopping centre and you can't work out how much money you've got left. You literally just added 12 to 1,993. You just yeah, did that. For, <laughs> <laughs> for speed. I knew the answer. No, you I didn't. I was there. I was there. 2017. <laughs> you 2017 was the year of the fire rooster. (laughs) Yeah, what's that then? (laughs) So what what do you think? Do you think that was a strong year or was that a challenging year? Was that um, where, Um, what was special actually? What was special about that year? I'd say that was a challenging year. For you personally or for the world in general? Um, I can't speak for the world in general because I'm not God. I know that I look like God. I look a bit like Jesus with this hair, but I'm not, Mum. I know I'm your pride and joy, but I'm not God. <laughs> Why was it a hard year for you? Um, I broke up with someone and it sent me in turmoil. <laughs> and I cut off all my hair. Oh, It grew back. Thank God. <laughs> Thank me. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Who's more modest, ladies and gentlemen? Me or mum? We've, we've seen a Who's lot. Who's got the biggest ego? <laughs> yeah. Who has got the biggest ego? I know you're all thinking the answer. I want to know what the answer is. Okay, so it wasn't an easy year. I'll give you that. It was a yin fire over the energy of the rooster. And we know from the the destructive cycle of elements that fire has the ability to melt metal. So it would have reduced some of the rigidness of the metal element, some of the strength of the metal element. But what is is also quite interesting is um, there's there's um, there's two schools in feng shui. Well, there's lots and lots of schools in feng shui, but there's two. There's so. One of the things we covered in the workshop was some basic fundamental feng shui language and things that will come up time and time again. We ran out of time before I could approach the early heaven sequence and the later heaven sequence. And we did look at the Bagua and um, we did mention the trigrams, which are part of the early heaven sequence and the later heaven sequence. But we didn't go into, into great depth. The reason I'm, and maybe we can in the future, the reason I'm bringing it up now is because 2017 
according to the early heaven sequence, was the beginning of the big change, the big change from period eight to period nine. So we entered a transitional phase where we started to see significant changes around the world. And 2017 was the beginning. And both the early heaven sequence and the later heaven sequence will the later heaven sequence began to show the changes of the transitional energies from, uh, I think, December, uh, God, to December, was it 2020 or 21 now, with that um, Saturn-Uranus um, conjunction. And um, that is also part of the same transition. So we've got two cycles. One is a longer cycle than the other, but they both finish at the same time, which is 2024. And that's when we will be more established in period nine and the energies of period eight will be firmly behind us. And it'll take another 180 years until we get the energy of period eight back. So there's lots of things to look forward to. And 2017 was the beginning. So if that was a significant year for you, as it was for you in terms of your romance and love life and independence, then um, you should find that that cycle will reach its um, completion in 2024. So you've got a couple more years yet of um, maybe experimentation and find discovery, finding out more about yourself, because that cycle was still very much in play. How was that? That was interesting. So the pattern of uh, like history of society. What <laughs> all jokes aside, uh, what year was it? One hundred and eighty years ago, when this cycle of the period eight. When was that? What the last time? One hundred eighty yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah, get that bloody calculator out. Come on, then. I forgot my password. Hang on. Great. So, minus 180, just for speed. Uh-huh, Nothing wrong sure. with my maths. I mean, this is taking ages. 1837. 1837. Okay, what was going on in 1837? And was well, that from the, memory? That was, that was the end. Yeah, you were there, right? Um, <laughs> that was the end of period eight, right? Oh, yeah, true. So how long is one period? 20 years. 20 years. So take away like 10 and then we're in the middle of it, sort of. I'm just going to look up Wikipedia. I'm looking up Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Do you know what? I'd love to read this. I, just, I walked past Specsavers yesterday. I was like, oh, I definitely need to go in. You know what, everyone? We can go on Saturday. Specsavers spell my name, C-H-L-O-E-Y. <laughs> and I'm like, you should put your glasses on because that's not how you spell my name. <laughs> so what was going so, on in that time? Events in 1837 or before? Um, if that's the end, try 1827. All right, let's look up 1827 then. Do we have any oh, historians press... that listen to the podcast? World event. Yeah, we should ask. World Shout events. Out historians. 1827. World events, 1827. Go. So. You think? Interesting. Or maybe you could look up an era. Can yeah, you... let's look up. Can you confine events. an era into 20 years? 
That's two centuries, isn't it? Decades. There's a regatta in Australia. What's a regatta? In, on, well, in Tasmania, I should say. Um, there was the a Furman Muse, uh, University in South Carolina. So education, literature was that was going. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> A lot happens when <laughs> technology isn't involved. <laughs> Literature. Great. <laughs> oh, somebody was abducted. That wasn't very nice. One person abducted. <laughs> well, she, it, she was a wealthy heiress in Cheshire, England. Hope she's all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's a long time ago. Yeah, she's not um, right anymore. <laughs> there was a Freedom's Journal, the first African-American-owned and published newspaper in the United States, was founded by somebody called in New York by somebody called John Russ Worm. That's pretty cool. I yeah. Like oh, Beethoven died. Oh. Oh, so Beethoven, Beethoven, <laughs> Beethoven was kicking during period eight and seven and six, five. Well, no, no, he died quite young. How old was he? Died. Oh, they did didn't... he? Oh, he did, didn't he? Wasn't he twenty-four? Please tell me that's right. If that's right, I I will leave. <laughs> Mic drop. You're not right. When was he? <laughs> he was born in 1770 and he died in 1827. What's that? So That's not young. No, he was 57. Well, it's that's not, not old. I'm, I'm in my 50s. You want, I'm going to be kicking around for a bit more, a bit longer. Yeah, you're not, you're not Beethoven, though. Back in no. the day, they had literature as their medicine. <laughs> <laughs> We've got technology now. Uh, okay, so... He's 50s. Okay, there was someone that was, like, a huge classical musician that died very early on. What, Mozart? Yeah, when did he die? Maybe that was when he, he was 24. Have you heard of the Mozart effect? No, tell me about it. So I played it to you when you were in my tummy. Oh, supposed to, supposed I used to do to, that with Mia, make you intelligent. Well, it's supposed to make, yeah, it's supposed to calm you down. Yeah, you're right, Mozart had a very short life. Was it 24? He was born in 1756 and he died in 1791. He's still more than 24. I don't know where you're oh, getting 24 from. I 24. Um... Maybe it not was thinking Van of Gogh. that that thing of twenty seven when all like loads of no. um, celebs and that died like Amy Winehouse. No, there was um, I think Jimi Hendrix was another one. There was someone very very talented that died very very young, and it was twenty four, and I can't remember who it was. Okay. You know what we're doing, Mom? This is a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gossiping we're yeah. just chatting we're not doing any work come on work, 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 work. okay so go back to that question that doesn't seem i mean i feel like if you were to do a lot more research and analyze the data you could find patterns within the old periods yeah because it's there's it, still very strong energy shifts going on and we i mean let's testify to the ones that we're we're uh, we're seeing around us. I mean, we're having lots of energy shifts going on around the world. There's um, particularly to do with energy and um, the environment. And period nine is is all about energy. So I should only expect more sort of um, more knowledge and information and understanding to 
to grow as this as we're shifting over the next few years into period nine. And then once we're in period nine, I should imagine things will be a little bit more futuristic and, and maybe more energy efficient, more maybe there's going to be more discoveries where we can um, tap into cleaner energy without having to sort of devastate the planet in, in the process. Um, I mean, God knows what's going to happen with all the politics because um, everybody's, oh, there just doesn't seem to be an, an area in the world that isn't affected. And when you think of viruses as well, like COVID, and, and that's that's a fire sort of energy as well, viral, and how that quickly, contagiously, it spreads. So connecting to different people. So I would like, perhaps when um, when we've tough, when we've finished all the animals, perhaps we could do a couple of history and and math podcasts where we go oh, back in time. <laughs> Yeah, some time travel. Time. I love some that. time travel and just compare the changes that were occurring then with the changes that are occurring now and, and see if there are patterns. I mean, I should imagine they will be quite clear patterns. Just haven't found them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like a lot of data. At the time of this, this podcast. That's like what a lot of scientists, you know, like people. So I, I did a master's in science communication. I learned about uh, science and society and the history of it and the history of science communication. And people don't, the public generally don't trust scientists. And what I learned and what really resonated with me during that time was that scientists don't have the answers their work is all about questioning and they're just they're constantly having questions and they're exploring those questions there's no definitive answer but the public think that there is but there's not they don't have the answer and I was like oh well if everyone knew that that would make everyone feel much more at ease because they're not hiding that answer from us they're constantly trying to open it up and discover it but there isn't one definitive answer. And yeah, that's my two cents. <laughs> Bad at math, but I know stuff. <laughs> if you were a rooster, you would have yeah. said you would have said that right from the beginning. Yeah. But you do have yin metal in your chart, which is why you are a strong communicator. So you don't just have to have the rooster to be a communicator. You, it's any form of yin metal, and you can tap into that energy using feng shui because when we look at the 24 mountains, which is the the next level from the bagua, so when you look at you've got the bagua, which separates the home into sectors, then within each sector you've got three other sectors, each 15 um, degrees apart. Well, true west is on the 24 mountains is the direction of the rooster. So if you are using communication or problem solving or, or, or communi- just connecting with others, then if you were to have an, uh, your telephone or, or, or computer or, or fax machine, if they're still going, um, in the West, then you're more likely to boost that energy and have a better um, effect or a more smoother effect, a bigger effect, if you like, particularly if you're, if you're sort of sensitive to that energy and you can tune into it. So basically what I'm trying to say is spending time 
on the phone or on the computer in the West will enhance your communication skills mm. using feng shui. Yeah, particularly this year because it's it's boosted this year. Interesting. And in September, that's the month of the rooster. So if you've got a big presentation and you want to make a big impression, particularly if you want to look good, because roosters love looking good, or, or they they feel their confidence is boosted by their appearance, then um, September is great. And with your back to the west and you're facing the group there in the east, then you should excel, should do very well. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got 10 minutes for you to go through all the roosters and do a mini podcast reading. I've, done, I've gone through the roosters, haven't I? Have you done all the fire ones and stuff? Oh, you're lining that with the years, I see. <laughs> so you can have a you can have a rooster in the year, you can have a rooster in the month, and you can have a rooster in the day, and you can have a rooster in the hour. If Correct. your rooster is in the year, it will affect <laughs> you generally. Correct. If your rooster is in the month, it will affect your personality, character, and how others perceive you, and can also impact on the career and um, business uh, promotional sort of energy, as will the year of birth. And watch out, next year's going to be a bit of a cruddy one because next year clashes with the rooster. So, Uh-oh. you know, <laughs> just bear that in mind when, when, I, when I do epic fails next year. <laughs> I'm not going to. It's just, I'm going to work hard not to. And then if it's in the day, it can impact on your relationships. It could be that your partner is a rooster and likes to do all the talking and showing off and strutting around. And if it's in the hour, it can have bearing on your thoughts and your friends and your intentions and your dreams. And it's a, it's a pure energy, actually. Roosters, there's, what I haven't mentioned, actually, is that there are four um, animal signs, and roosters is one of them, that are known as stars of romance. And it's um, people that have this energy, it, this is where the honesty comes in, is that there is a pure, there's nothing hidden within them. What you see is what you get. So people that have the pure energy signs, that's the rooster, the horse, the rat, and the rabbit, depend, doesn't, well, depending on where it is in their charts, then they can be quite transparent. They can be very honest. So let's quickly go on to the reading we're doing today so we've got um is it a boy or a girl um bear with me bear with me bear with me um it's a lady a laddie and and this laddie was born laddie actually sounds like a guy this lady was born on july 28th 1989 at 3:36 a.m. and they okay. asked is there anything in my chart that would make it difficult to stay connected with people is there a way i can get out of my head and be more present thank you for your time your podcast brings a lot of joy to listen to oh thank you very much so that's the 28th of July, 1989. Si, and the time is 3.36 si, in amigo. the morning. Hey, hey. Let's just pop that in. There are things about connection. I wonder if they've got a rooster. Well, it's a little <laughs> bit like our Adele. 
The rooster. You telling me oh, this is a No, 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 no. Oh, wouldn't it be cool if Adele wanted us to wanted a free reading? I wonder how many <laughs> a free reading. Can you imagine? She's got the okay. worth of all of us. Yeah, but we don't charge <laughs> for the mini readings. So, no. so we can't charge her. It'd be with well, love. She wants, maybe she wants a full reading. Have you thought about that? I'll still do it for free. <laughs> okay, so it's interesting because similar to Adele, this young lady has um, the energy of the ox and the snake in her chart, which means that when the rooster comes in, she should be able to really um, feel more outgoing So the and more connected. So that's really interesting that she said, is there anything in my chart that would make it difficult to stay connected with people? Well, yes, there is something, and I'll get to that in the, mid, in the minute. But the cure is right out there as well. So there's... So, and we've already discussed it. So let me run through her chart now and then I'll, I'll point out where the, the disconnection is and how she can cure it, how she can improve upon things. And there's there's two signs, two significant changes going through her chart at the moment. So first of all, she's born in the year of harmony. She's born in yin earth with the energy of the snake. The energy of the snake supports the energy of the earth, making the yin earth that little bit more stronger and supported, stable. And the snake is all about uh, rejuvenation, um, endings and beginnings. So even if she has had some difficult problems in the past, she should find it quite easy to, to let go, release. A lot of people struggle with that. A lot of people get stuck and stagnate when there's a problem and they don't solve it. And, they, and when even when it's solved, they find it hard to move on. But people with the snake are one of the lucky ones because they've got this amazing intuition. They've got this amazing ability of understanding. They, on the surface, they may not appear to be doing much, but the process, the almost alchemical process is going on within them. And for her, that can have a direct bearing on relationships um, yin fire, the energy of the the snake on the outside is yin fire, which for a yin earth um, star has unconventional resources. So I should imagine her intuition is very strong and very powerful. She may pick up energy signals from the people around her, which maybe that make her feel a little bit not nervous, but maybe not trust. Does find some people might maybe difficult in trusting people. Maybe she's she can sense when people aren't as honest or trustworthy as she would like. Going into the month of birth again, we've got uh, Yin Metal, big energy for communication. Similar to you, she's got Yin Metal over the goat. Now I know that in period nine, the goat is one of those lucky stars. So I I don't think she needs to worry. I think as she gets further into towards 2024 or from 2024 onwards, I think that she will find things get a lot easier for her just because of the energies around her. But she may, that energy of the goat does clash with the star in her day of birth, which is the sign of the ox. So there's a clash between the ox and the goat. And because she's born day of yin earth, her self-element is yin earth, that means it does have a bearing on relationships. So she could find, particularly between the age of 18, right the way through to maybe even it, it becomes strongest around her 30s and um, won't fully um, pass until she's 
in her 50s but she does she doesn't have to focus on that the the focus is is on creating harmony so so one 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 part of the process is understanding and awareness so yes there is there is something going on in the chart which can put some relationships um in a more uh, conflicting um area so understanding that and being aware of that means that you could preempty it. So you're not just thinking, oh, is it me? There's something wrong with me. But you can actually sort of start to analyse what's going on and look for ways of improving it. Look so so okay, so I've just seen another one as well. Where we've got a triple harmony effect to do with her power and status. And that actually says that she is there a way I can get out of my head and be more present okay so I can see that as well but I'm running ahead of myself because um it's not going to make sense unless I slow down so the year of birth is yin earth over the snake the month of birth is yin metal over the goat the day of birth is yin earth over the ox we know that the ox clashes with the goat but the ox combines with the snake the combination between the ox and the snake is the metal element that will make her feel inspired to do something about it. She's got metal in her month of birth with the metal goat, very strong, which means that she can do something about it. She's got the ability within her to 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 connect and to communicate and to and to progress, to do something. So metal is is the element for her that's to, related to her um, her output. So her ability to do something. She's born during the hour of Yang fire over the tiger. Now the tiger, we're in the year of the tiger, is is in her thoughts. It's also her intentions. It's also her friends. Can also have bearing on on children. It's a, an energy to do with her hopes and inspirations. The dominant energy within this is fire. And fire is lots to do with visualisation and energy work, which we mentioned earlier. The tiger's to do with change. So I should imagine she's got quite really a powerful driving mind, a penetrating mind. She may visualise things that she'd like to increase. It brings out a practical energy, the fire. The wood energy combines, so the tiger so uh, combines with the goat, but there's also a star in her luck pillar, which is yin. So the two stars, the heavenly stem of yin wood is supported by the earthly branch of the pig. That energy began when she was in, th so that energy only began last year. So she's got 10 years of this. And um, we've got a triple harmony. So the triple harmony is with the energy of the pig combining with the tiger, which also combines with the goat. So strong wood energy. Wood energy to an earth person is about their power and their status and responsibilities. So, and for a lady, that can also relate to the men in her life and authority. So it could relate to... Um, maybe her boss or maybe a father figure or somebody that's got that kind of authority energy around her. But it can also, because it's, it combines the position of the tiger and the goat in her chart, means that it can also come through in her thoughts and in her career so that she becomes empowered, that it's not that the authority isn't external around her, but it's internal within her. So that's all going to start to develop and blossom and grow within the next um, 
throughout the next 10 years. But we know that wood can break up the earth. So that's why she's feeling a little bit of the tension now, because the goat is having um, a, a, a tension effect, a pressing effect, a challenging effect upon the energy of the rooster. And the rooster is part of who she is essentially. So she's going through a little bit of a transformation, which is really accentuated during this year and, and it will be again next year, which is because these are wood years. But as she gets further into period nine, which is a fire element, that a lot of that sort of conflict, internal conflict will subside and the wood will have more of a resourceful energy and which will support the fire, which is going to make her feel stronger. So it's only going to be temporary. And there's lots of things she can do now so that she's not spending too much time in her mind. And instead, she applies it to action. So so, so at the moment, she might be feeling a little bit of the, the tension and, and the clash, which could be making her procrastinate, making preventing her from, from action. But as soon as she applies herself and starts, so she could be, her mind could be just really full of ideas because that's what the tiger is. It's, it's an opportunist. It's an energy that's it's got courage and strength and stamina. It's, it's, not a, it's not afraid of breaking the norm and being unconventional. So once she embraces that, maybe she should start writing down ideas, sketching out ideas, particularly creative ideas, because that creativity field is really being boosted right now. I'm, I'm not going to lie, sometimes there's going to be ups and downs because the energy of the pig clashes with the energy of the snake. So it brings about enormous change. But don't be afraid. Really, please don't be afraid. Because even though things are a little bit unsettled and a bit unstable and, and maybe there is a, a, a big process of transformation that's going on on lots of different levels ultimately it's going to be magnificent for her it's the water energy that's going to start to become more apparent um perhaps in 2024 with the dragon is 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 to do with her wealth and prosperity so there's it means that what she does now what she the seeds she plants now will grow and flourish and support her, including relationships, especially relationships. So it's, it's. I can see, yeah, that, that there is reasons for her to spend a lot of time in, in her head. It's because she's probably got some amazing ideas and she's probably very, got loads of ideas and can probably see things in her mind of, of how to, how to perhaps, um, introduce other concepts or, 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 I mean, I'm thinking fashion as well. Fashion is to do with the fire and wood elements and that's strong in her chart. It's going to get stronger. She's got um, lots of harmony conjectures that are coming out so that if she were to maybe um, step out of her comfort zone and um, maybe join other, even if they're online communities, other platforms, social platforms, she can probably find that it's it's easier than she thinks to forge new relationships and that through those relationships will lead to other relationships. Lots of change going on. So she doesn't need to, to be too, um, what's the word I'm looking for, um, nervous or, 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 or maybe try and focus on one person at a time, but to actually try and be more um, open to meeting new people that maybe maybe in communities that she hadn't considered before. There's, there's lots of diversity going on with the wood energy. So it could be that there's 
maybe there's hobbies that she thought maybe I'll, I'll try one day. I'll try this. Well, maybe that day's today. Maybe by by signing up for new things, it's going to open up a whole new world of possibility. I can see lots and lots and lots of people in her chart. So there's no need or no reason for her to think that um, relationships are, are difficult to remain connected to. It It's the, what I think these stars or the universe is trying to show her is the full spectrum and range and diversity of, of different possible relationships. There's There's so many possibilities out there. And she has in her chart lots and lots and lots of stars that indicate that those people are true friends and true people to connect with, that she, she she can keep hold of for as long as she wishes. But there is a process of change going on at the moment. So one way to improve the connection and to help with communication is to spend time in the rooster, the rooster, or to amplify the rooster energy within her home. So that's 270 degrees due west, and she could put um, her computer there. She can sit there spending time there. If it's if it's not an easy area in the home to spend, um, say it's a bathroom or a kitchen, then she can microscale the, the Bagua into her living room or her study where she spends time and concentrate on the west sector of that room. So sit with the back to the west. She could do meditation um, and think about connecting with others. And as she's going into the meditation, she can, if, if she's feeling blockages, that should help release the blockages. Um, what else can I think of um, that could be useful? She can also increase the metal energy by by using metal items. So having um, electronic items in the West, but also um, anything that's made of metal or anything that's got a round circular shape as that the circle is the shape associated with the metal element. But essentially spending time in the West and perhaps activating the, the West sector with um, the electronic items, as I mentioned, even a clock or a watch, something with sweeping arms, is going to amplify that energy. And all she has to do is spend time there and just allow that energy, just absorb that energy to come through and um, and and do what I do. Every time I do a reading or every time we do a podcast, I just do a five minute or five second, whatever, it's not seconds, a five minute quick um, meditation to help sharpen my communication skills and to make as the best connections that I possibly can at this moment in time. And just by having that intention before she starts work or before she engages in, in any conversation, just spend a few minutes calming the mind, doing some deep breathing, maybe counting backwards from 100, just allowing the mind to settle and then put the intention out there that the conversations that I have today would be the best conversations I've ever had. I mean, it could be just something that simple or just even telling herself every day, every day in every way, my life is getting better and better. I have better connections with people. I have better communication with people and I'm connecting with the best people in my life and I love my life. Just doing that mantra on a daily basis forms new neuro pathways in the mind which can help ease anxiety but can help strengthen communication bonds because you're basically setting yourself an, a target that's that you can achieve on a regular basis if you do that every day 
all of this anxiety to do with uh, challenging relationships and spending time too much in the head will start to dissipate. And instead, she'll be concentrating on all the amazing relationships that she's connected with and the, the, the beautiful people around her that everybody has people come in and out of their lives. That's normal. That's natural. I mean, sometimes if we're lucky, we get a bestie that sticks around forever. I mean, you've got people that you've been friends with since you were tiny, but um, just be open to, to connecting with new people on a regular basis and telling yourself it's meant to be and it will be. High five. <laughs> <laughs> what does Theo say? Doesn't say much, that cat. No, pearls. Actually, no, he's very chatty. Yeah. If, I go to, if I go to leave the boat, he will let me know. He <laughs> wants to come with me. <laughs> Thank you very much for doing that lovely mini reading. That was very insightful, and I'm sure they appreciate all your hard work oh it wasn't hard we digressed quite a lot in this one but i must um must have to leave love you and leave you my sweet because i've just seen the time and oh, the other yeah, thing you need to leave <laughs> yeah the other thing about roosters um is uh teeth and i've got a dentist appointment mm. so um yeah wish what me luck done? i don't want to tell you it's too sad <laughs> i'll be gonna oh, be no. so um I had a checkup and she said to me that I need to have two fillings and um, some gum treatment. So there you go. Uh, is it going to hurt? I really hope not. But I've just seen the time, so I've literally got four minutes to get my socks and shoes on and um, uh. get the hell out of here. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming to listen to us for another episode of Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. It's been fantastic to have you here. And for and... all those roosters out there, I share your pride. <laughs> yeah. Mom, mom takes a feather out of your book. <laughs> if you have made it this far in the podcast, which I'm sure you all have, uh, be sure to tune into our free workshop that's happening tomorrow. Um, it's going to be on Saturday the 27th. It is 6.30 BST time uh, in the evening, that is. You can join us by following the link in our Instagram bio or if you visit our website, smashingsecrets.com, you can get a direct link to the workshop there and all you have to do is just register. And then you can see us in the flesh as some of us saw last week, which was very fun. And yeah, we're doing it on the boat and it'll be fun. Uh, oh, and we're yeah. going to give away, aren't we? We've we've got. Um... Oh yeah, we're doing the giveaway. We're going to find out who the winner of the giveaway is. I think we're doing that on the Sunday, or we could do it on the Saturday. Up to you, babes. But we've got the feng shui book in a box, and are we giving away a feng shui flower book as well? Oh, uh, we could. It's up to you. I have to now. Said it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, mom needs to go get her teeth looked at. Yeah. So we'll love you and leave you. So thank you. Lots of love. Have a wonderful day. Have a good day. Uh, have a good weekend. We'll see you tomorrow, of course. And, and I'm glad care. you're negative, Chloe. Yeah, me too. It's the only <laughs> time in my life that I'm happy to be negative. <laughs> <laughs> Big kisses. Bye. Bye. <sighs> <A> rooster. <laughs> Sows up.